Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Narratives of Grace podcast, The Pastor's Corner. Today we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think obviously it's coming up next week. Uh, By the time this plays, it'll be less than a week. And, um, you know, we're looking at how do we celebrate Thanksgiving? What have we done in the past? Why do we celebrate Thanksgiving? And then uh, we'll discuss briefly what is our church doing this year? because it's, it's 2020, so everything's different. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> Thanksgiving is such an interesting holiday. I feel like there's a pretty standard uh, thing in the U.S. of how to do Thanksgiving, but those like little side things change drastically depending on where you are in the country, but also what phase of life you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that changes it a lot. Uh, and a lot more probably for like our generation than our parents' generation. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think people are probably a little bit more spread out family wise now than in previous generations. I think each generation seems, and maybe not, but it seems like people spread further and further. Um, You know, I think of my mom, I think most of, you know, my mom's generation of, of family cousins and they've all lived in basically the same place for forever. And so, but then you look at the next generation, you know, my brothers and sisters, you know, there's been a lot of moving around and kind of bouncing in different places. Now I'm an anomaly to my family because I've always lived far away. Um, you know, the, the, from when I went to college, I lived four hours away and then, after college, got married and moved to North Carolina, then to Florida, then to West Virginia, Georgia, Hawaii, hopefully Hawaii for a long time, but uh, we've got a track record. <laughs> uh, so, you know, then my sister's moved. She, she lived basically in the same area for a long time, and then she moved across the state, um, Pennsylvania, to the other side, and was living there for a while and now she's back. But so I say that to say, you know, I've got a cousin that moved away from, from home. And, and so, you know, I I think you can see there's more of a spreading out. So Thanksgiving for this generation, isn't going to look the same as Thanksgiving for previous generations, because we can't all always be together for that, for that Thanksgiving meal. No. And and that's exactly that's exactly it. Um, when my parents were looking at leaving Connecticut, I told my parents, you know, it's too bad you guys aren't going to be here for a few more years. Cause I might come back to Connecticut and then I could rent the house and you guys could move up to Maine or whatever. And my, my dad's response is we can't trust where you're going to be in two weeks, let alone two years. Fair. And that's valid given that I live in Hawaii now after moving to Texas for four years. So, you know, my mom said she was okay with me moving to Hawaii because she figured I'd be in England by now. Um, so at least she didn't need a passport to come visit here. Uh, <clears throat> so, my caveat that, was, I'm still in America. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that's just it, though, is that, you know, families are so spread out now. Um, Thanksgiving for us, for me growing up, was uh, at my uncle's house normally. Um, you know, we did uh, Thanksgiving at his house and Christmas at my grandmother's house because they were both living still in the same area. And we moved super far away. Uh, by that, I mean, Connecticut, super far away, 45 minute drive. So we never had anything in our house because it was too far for everyone else. 
uh, to come. So we went up there. <clears throat> you but, lived other side of the island far away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when people complain about the 30, 45 minute drive, like I lived in Texas, so it's weird, but I also grew up in Connecticut. So I'm like, no, nah, I get it. Yeah. Well, for me, when I was really little, everybody went to my great grandmother's house. Well, great grandmother, great grandfather. And then after several years, and I don't remember the exact timing, um, but eventually we ended up switching it up to where my grandfather's side of the family, everybody, basically him, my grandmother, and then all of their kids and grandkids just started doing a Thanksgiving meal at their house. Um, and I, I could be wrong. I think the last couple of years, I believe it's been at my mom's house. I think, um, I just haven't been there. Um, mm-hmm. been able to, but, um, so it, it kind of moves, but it takes, you know, almost a generation before it moves. Um, you know, it was always at this place and everybody got together and everybody brought food and then it was always at this place. And, you know, same kind of thing. Um, but I have a lot of memories of Thanksgiving at my grandparents' house and, you know, growing up and, and just every Thanksgiving being there. And, um, you know, but for me, Thanksgiving was a big holiday because it's family oriented, but Christmas was the big one for our family. Um, for my wife's family, Thanksgiving was the big one. Um, Christmas wasn't, uh, as much of a focus point as, Thanksgiving was. Uh, and part of that, I, I wonder if it's because her dad being a pastor, there's so much that as a pastor, you're involved with the church and there's so much going on around Christmas that you don't get as much family time as a pastor around Christmas, whereas you get a little bit more time around Thanksgiving. Now here, it's a little bit different um, because um, because we do a lot on Thanksgiving here. And so it's, you know, I think everywhere is different. No, it's true. And that, that was actually going to be my question with that, is if that was why. Because um, for us, it, w- it was kind of split. It was a little bit weird because I have a stepbrother and stepsister. So it was generally like Thanksgiving was um, my mom's side of the family. And then Christmas was a little bit of everybody because we would do, you know, um, Christmas Eve at my aunt's house, which was the, the Barrett side. So we had that with them. And then we did Christmas day with my grandmother and had this part of the family. And, you know, my stepbrother sisters would come in the afternoon and it was kind of like we made the rounds, but the whole season we, we saw everybody between Thanksgiving and new year. It was just different groups within that. Um, right. But my, my personal history has been a little weird with that because when I was in college, uh, when I was still living in Connecticut in college, I would actually volunteer to work Thanksgiving and Christmas because I was, you know, 18, 19, 20 and single and everyone else had kids and had to work Christmas morning. And I'm like, that's not right. Like your kids need you. Like, it's a bummer. I'm not going to be with my family, but that's, I'd rather work and make the double time and let you go home and like have your kids actually open their gifts with you Christmas morning. Right. Yeah. And I think, like you said, 
I think it's different for every family. And, and I hope that, you know, as people are listening, that they're thinking of their own family traditions. Like, you know, it would be cool to whatever you're listening, whatever platform you're listening on, comment and, and share what, what, if you can, uh, like if it's on Facebook or something, um, you know, comment and share and let us know what your traditions are. Um, for us, we would go to my grandparents' house. We would have a huge meal. We'd spend a lot of time. Everybody would, um, you know, basically eat till you're tired, sleep till you're hungry, repeat. And, uh, but then we would come home and I don't remember exactly when it shifted to this, but eventually it turned into a tradition of Thanksgiving night. We come home, we set up the tree, we all watch a movie, uh, Christmas vacation, and then we, uh, and we decorate the tree, watch the movie, and then that's it. And, and that kind of became like the, the family thing every year was we would, and I'm not, you know, making any endorsements of movies or anything like that but that was our tradition that's what we did we came home we set up the tree we watched the movie and we just kind of hung out and then we went to bed and then in Pennsylvania the first day of buck season was always the Monday after Thanksgiving so Thanksgiving was a great day but then Friday through Sunday was preparing and getting your stuff together and making sure your gear is all set up and then going hunting that first Monday and mm. Uh, and that was kind of the way it was. And then we moved away and, and Thanksgiving has always been special, but for Rachel and I, it's always been, you know, just kind of visiting different homes each Thanksgiving and different families that invite us over and we spend time with them and we're doing, you know, Lord willing, doing the same thing this year. Um, and so I, we just kind of, kind of make it our own over time. But I think regardless of what your, tradition is there is a reason why we celebrate thanksgiving no yeah and and it is an interesting thing and i, I think this is largely different for believers and, and unbelievers and and uh there's multiple aspects of it but you know scripture constantly tells us to be thankful you know in the secular world and, and the when the government is talking we'll hear them talk about the first thanksgiving and the, the Native Americans in the, the uh, uh, colony celebrating together. And then you hear, well, that's not actually how it happened. Okay, well, let's not worry about that at all. Let's just take that as the mythos that's kind of a nice thing for kids and like use it as an idea of harmony, even though that's not at all probably what happened and just use it as that unifier. But instead as believers, let's remember what scripture is constantly telling us and that's to be thankful you know, I, I preached on on First uh, Thessalonians uh, four recently. The pray without ceasing five, excuse me, I think. Um, you know, and it, it's in everything have Thanksgiving. You know, and and I made the emphasis of that doesn't mean when things are good. It doesn't mean you know have good Thanksgiving after you got a new job or you got a raise. It means be thankful in all things. And I think that's something that we need to hold on to, especially in 2020. Uh, you know. This year has just been come, become synonymous with, you know, the horror show of the year. You know, I, I remember, I think it was 2017 was the last, like, crazy year where it's like you look both ways crossing the street and then you get hit by an airplane. No, that wasn't 2017. That's 2020. But there's still so much we can be thankful for. There, we can be thankful for our family. For those of us that are believers are, should be thankful for our faith. 
thankful for our church and, you know, thankful for other good things happening in culture. Thankful that, you know, there looks like there's a vaccine that's going to work and be thankful that there's treatments that are saving people's lives and be thankful that the, the death toll of COVID isn't what we thought it was going to be, that it, the survival rate's something like 98.5%. Like, let's be thankful for all of these things and listen to the mandate and be thankful for what we have and content in what we have instead of upset for what we don't. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, going back to that passage and all things, you know, with, with Thanksgiving, I actually heard somebody one time, they said, you know, in all things have Thanksgiving and they actually used that. And they're like, you know, it doesn't matter what your situation is, make sure to take time to sit down, have a meal with your family and, you know, and so I kind of took away from that. So in all circumstances, have turkey, you know. I mean, it feels uh, good to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm down, you know, and all things have a potluck. That's the Southern Baptist mantra. Um, but the truth is, how you choose to celebrate Thanksgiving is not necessarily as important as why. Taking the time to focus on the things that you're thankful for but to be careful that we don't focus too much on the things themselves but the one who gave those things to us uh you know it always cracks me up these memes that pop up at this time of year that only in america the day after sitting down to thank you know to be thankful for the things that you have you know everybody's running around and fighting over shopping deals on black friday and for me i've always thought I've never gone Black Friday shopping because I'm like, oh man, now I can get more stuff because it's cheap. It was always like, dude, I can't wait to go and get, you know, if I do Black Friday shopping and I get better deals, then I can buy more stuff for more people. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't necessarily about like, oh, let me go and accumulate stuff. Of course, I think every Black Friday you have your, um, your targeted, like, I do want to pick up this thing though. <laughs> um, but I, I think remembering to celebrate the one from whom all these gifts have come uh, is the most important aspect of Thanksgiving. And we can enter his courts with praise and with Thanksgiving. We can remember that every good gift is given to us by our father of lights from above. We know that um, everything we have is because God has entrusted it to us. So when we sit down at a table with friends and family and we look out over the blessings that we have that have been prepared for us on the table. And we reflect on the blessings around the table because each person in your life is a blessing um, put there by God. And so I think what we do is we look at that and we think, what a great God that we have that even, especially this year, even in 2020, uh, there's so, like you said, there's so much to be thankful for, even as like, it seems like the world is on fire. Um, we can still look around and see God's goodness. Mm -hmm. No, and, and that's, that's just it. I mean, we need to remember, <clears throat> no matter what the circumstance, even if, even if this pandemic was 10 times worse than it is, you know, we still have faith. And, and that's one of the things that we need to hold on to. Um, we need to, to hold on to the fact that our, our God is Savior. And in the Old Testament, when we see God as Savior, when we see salvation, it's typically from a physical occurrence. Um, more often than not. There's a few times where it's talking about a spiritual thing, but the vast majority in the Old Testament, when it talks about salvation, it's salvation from somebody, uh, something, some event. But in the New Testament, pretty much every time we talk about salvation, it's a spiritual salvation. Well, we can 
pray to God for a physical salvation still, but recognize that we have that spiritual salvation and how much greater is that. Um, but even more than that, you know, pure worship, true worship is drawing near to God because he's God, not because right. he's done these things. So I think in the Thanksgiving, um, you know, I, I so I, I use the Isaiah 6 model in our normal worship service. Um, you know, anyone that sees my plans, you know, sees that outline, whether or not they realize that's what it is or not. They see all of the terms that I follow for that. With Thanksgiving, because it's a shorter service that we do. I, I simplified it to the X model, which is based on Isaiah six. It's just simplified. But part of it is that, you know, you have adoration, you have confession because there's always confession and worship, but then you go to Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, you have that in the normal model too, but it's very explicit in the X model. And, you know, this is a time to adore God for being God, confess that we aren't worthy and then thank him for all that he's done and gives us and, for him being who he is, for him being the, the I am. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think there are, there are, uh, you know, a lot of different things that go out this time of year. I think one of the big ones is on social media, making a post each day of the thing, you know, one thing you're thankful for each day and, and getting up to Thanksgiving. But, and then you always see a few folks that they keep that going. And they're like, this is a good practice. I'm going to keep it going. And, and somewhere along the year, the next year, it kind of trails off. And then we pick it back up. And, uh, and so there's a lot of things that, that happen this time of year. And I think it's good to take time to, to be thankful. Um, but it's also a good time to just spend time together with other people. Um, to get out from behind the desk, get out from behind the computer, get out from behind the wall and, and just be around people, which of course, 2020, there's a lot of governors and, and folks that are saying you shouldn't do that. Um, I think for our own mental and emotional and, and even spiritual health, you know, fellowship is required. That is a biblical thing, uh, being around other people. Uh, now do it safely do it the best way that you can following the rules distanced if you must you know that those kind of things but but taking the time to be around other people you know I, I do think it's important that we understand it's one thing to make a post about the things that you're thankful for it's another thing to go to those people that you're referring to and thank them personally and mm -hmm. just be a part of their life you know um i think and I'm guilty of this because I'm not the best communicator. I'm not the best uh, at texting. I'm not the best at, at responding. If you don't live near me, if, if I don't see you regularly, you know, a couple times a week or, or around here, it's very, very easy to fall into an out of sight, out of mind type of mentality. And I've got to get better at that because there are a lot of people back home. There's a lot of friends that, that I'm just, I'm not the best at keeping in touch. I'm not the best at keeping up. Um, but, um, but so I say that to say, you know, we've got to put a better, a, a better or a larger focus on being present with other people, um, being around and being there for, uh, for others. And, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's one thing to make a Facebook post, like, man, I'm really thankful for my family. It's another thing to call your family and talk to them. Uh, and like I said, 
I say this, there may be members of my family listening that would be like, oh, that's, that would be nice. Uh, and so I say that admitting I haven't been the best at that, but I need to, I need to get better. Yeah, and I'm right there with you with that. I mean, anyone that knows me knows that I am awful at responding. I, eventually, I'll respond. It, it just might take me a year or two. Um, I have legitimately responded to some people's messages like a year later, and they were super confused, and it's like, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not good at that. But, no, I agree. I mean, I think this is the time of year where we need to be outwardly thankful for for those individuals and, and in that way where we're actually reaching out we're actually talking to them we're actually showing them that thanks that thankfulness uh in different ways and and that, that's part of why i think doing things like having a thanksgiving service are, are important and uh you know i i like the way i like the way that we do it i like the way that we're going to be doing it this year uh actually i kind of like it a little bit more than from uh what it's been in the past i i think about naomi's home church and I, I really like the way they do it um, because Thanksgiving is a little bit bigger there in Minnesota than it is here. Uh, you know, having a bigger deal for Thanksgiving is very Midwestern. Uh, I don't, I don't know how it was in, in Pennsylvania, but Connecticut Thanksgiving isn't as big, let alone for the family just in general, but they do a um, Wednesday night service for Thanksgiving and then they do a pie social. So it's kind of understood that everyone has dinner then you come and have this service and it's very similar to ours that the service in and of itself where there's music and, and it's thanks thankful uh, oriented. There's a short devotional message and then there's a time of sharing. It's pretty much, I mean, I mean, it's not like we have some craziness of it. That's a pretty typical Thanksgiving outline, but that way your actual Thanksgiving giving day isn't hindered. Um, and, and I, you know, I think that's good, especially again in Midwest here we have, uh, I think it's a little bit different here because we have the military population. Um, so we have a lot of people that don't have somewhere to go like they would. Uh, it was the same, similar in, you know, <clears throat> uh, seminary where, you know, they would do Thanksgiving services because they had tons of students. And that was kind of one of the services where they just had students run the show. Right. Uh, because they were here and they're stuck and it's, you know, for a, one day thing in the middle of the week, it's kind of hard for a student to pay to go home and come back when they're going to go home in two weeks anyway. Right. Uh, that's why I never went home for Thanksgiving. Um, but, you know, I really like the way that that church does it. Their, their old name was Annandale Evangelical Free Church. They just changed it to Heartland, I think. Um, gotcha. To give them a, a little shout out in Annandale, Minnesota. Um, <clears throat> but I, I kind of like that idea. But again, it's, it's similar to ours where before, um, we would do uh, the service and then we would have a couple hours and then we would come back for a meal. Uh, but with some different, for various reasons, we're changing it up a little bit this year. Right. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I think this would be a good time to just share what we're doing this year because it is going to be a little different. In the past, we've gotten together at 9 a.m. for a service, then left. Everybody came back at 1 for a meal this year, because of COVID and, and the rules on religious gatherings, we want to do our best to follow that and to honor that, but recognizing it is a spiritual thing to get together. Uh, it, is a, it is a good thing. It is for our, uh, especially those who have been isolated, it's for their health, um, to mental health to get together. And then we socially distance while we're together for their physical health. Um, 
But I, I do think that switching it up this year, uh, it may not work for everybody. And we, we recognize that. And, and we're, we tried to be sensitive to, you know, this may limit some people from coming. It may open it up for others to come. But we're actually going to shift that from 9 a.m. to keeping it combined and putting it at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. And having everyone come in for the service at 11 and then we'll, we will have the meal immediately following um, so that the food is still warm. <laughs> um, but we'll have a, we're looking at having a team to set up to-go boxes for you to take. And that way we're not having a normal potluck where everybody just grabs the soup ladles and whatnot. And uh, this way it's, it's pre, pre-prepared for you. You just grab the box and then go and sit at a socially distanced table. And uh, so that way we're still having um, a service. We're still having a meal. We're just going to do it a little bit differently. Uh, it's going to be by reservation. So we're going to send out uh, later today. Well, as we're recording later today, we'll send out the uh, a church email that gives you the link. And uh, but why don't you share a little bit about the service itself? Um, because maybe somebody's listening that has never attended uh, one of our Thanksgiving services before. So the service, like I said before, it's it's obviously going to be a little bit different from our, our normal service, but it's going to look very similar. Um, and, you know, so we open like we normally would, but instead of um, you know, we have psalm reading and, and a, a general scripture reading like we normally do, but it, the psalm reading is right away. And obviously it's going to be a Thanksgiving psalm because there's plenty of Thanksgiving psalms. Um, you know, then we have song and prayer and another song and scripture and another song. And then our uh, Thanksgiving devotional, you know, it's it's still a sermon, but I think it's a better way to put it uh, as a devotional in that context. But then then comes the big part then comes the 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 climax of the service if you will in this setting where we open it up for people to share why they're thankful it's a time for that meditation it's a time to share you know if we're thankful for something we should be willing to stand up and and say it and uh um and and i think that's important and um it's important for a lot of reasons. One's it's, it's important because it is sharing praises in a different way. It's sharing answers to prayer. It's sharing, you know, what God has done in my life, but it's also a time to uh, encourage one another in different ways. Even if it's just, you know, I'm thankful that my car didn't break down. thought it was going to, it didn't, uh, you know, things like that. Um, but, you know, normally we share with the mics um, so that everyone can hear depending on the size of how many people come, I'm still planning on doing that. But to anyone that's listening, we're going to be doing it with uh, um, like we did for the business meeting where it's uh, uh, sanitized between uses. So we'll have two or three mics going, even though that would probably be too many normally for that size of a service, but it's just so that while one's being sanitized, the next one can be used and, and it'll go that way to keep everything uh, COVID safe. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that it gives people a platform to be able to speak up and share what they're thankful for. And I think, man, after 11 months of 2020, um, I think it would be good to hear something that somebody's thankful for. Um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to that service. We know it's going to be different and we know it's, it's going to be uh, a little bit smaller and uh, a little more low key 
but we do think it's vitally important that God's people get together, fellowship with one another. Uh, but like I said, we're, we're going to do it safely. We're going to do it according to the rules. We're going to do it uh, to the best of our ability, honoring Caesar and, and you know, as, as emperor as supreme, you know, as, as Peter tells us. Um, but at the same time, remembering our biblical mandate to break bread together. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, Lord willing, things will go smoothly, and I think that they will. Uh, and this will give us an opportunity to just continue to get together and show what we're thankful for. And uh, I think ultimately, we need to be most thankful for God's grace in our lives. Uh, first and foremost, sending Jesus to die for our sins. Uh, he was buried, rose again the third day, and promising that if we would trust in him, he would save us from our sins and make his righteousness, our righteousness, and bring us with him someday. And, and so we look forward to that. But we also have a lot of other things daily that we can be thankful for. The fact that we're still alive, the thing, you know, here in our immediate context that we get to live in one of the most beautiful places in the entire world. Um, and, you know, there's a lot that we could be thankful for. There's plenty that we can look to the Lord and say, thank you, Lord, you are amazing you are awesome and that's what we want to do no and and that's that's just it and so i'm i'm excited the thanksgiving services are are one of my favorite and and it it is because december i i I love christmas eve services i love all those things in december but for musicians december is a bit of a blur uh so thanksgiving is a a time to just sit down and, and enjoy and and have that sabbath you know sabbath is you know, scripturally Saturday, some people say Sabbath has moved to Sunday. You can argue that a little bit one way or the other, but really taking a Sabbath in any way is just sitting back and, and enjoying God's creation, enjoying what God has given us and taking a, a rest. And, and I think Thanksgiving is the perfect time to do that in a, in a grand scale and yeah. a big way, just appreciating all that God has given us, not just, just, not just, what's right in front of us, not just what's on this hike, but just in general of everything we have to be thankful for. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, if you're listening, I hope to see you there. Yeah. Amen. Uh, so I'm just going to close by reading the, the passage that we mentioned before, and then we'll close in prayer. So this is first Thessalonians five sixteen to 18. Uh, it's, you know, three verses, but they're real short. Uh, Rejoice always pray without ceasing Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, I I enjoyed this discussion. And and like I said, we look forward to seeing everybody on with your masks and socially distanced, but we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for today. Thank you for the time you've given us to discuss uh, what we're thankful for. And and of course, we didn't really... go too deeply into the specific items that we're thankful for. As, uh, as you know, Father, we just spent time talking about how we've expressed our thankfulness and the way that we've, uh, the way that we have celebrated and, and spent time together as families. Um, but Lord, we do, we do thank you first and foremost for loving us and sending your son to die for us and, and rescuing us from our sins. Uh, Father, we thank you for daily guiding us and, and convicting us of sin through your spirit and leading us to be more like your son. We thank you for always working all things together for, for our good, that we would be more like your son, but that we would continue to see your, your, just your goodness on display, uh, Father, your power, your, uh, your glory. Uh, 
so Lord, we just thank you for what you're already doing. We thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you for who you are, that you are um, infinitely good, infinitely wise, infinitely powerful. Father, you are the one true, only living God. Uh, so, Lord, help us to honor you as such. Help us to worship you as such. Help us to remember it's not the possessions, but it's who the possessions are, are, are coming from, who has given them. Um, Father, ultimately, we know that's you. So, Father, I pray for each person listening. I pray for Pastor Caleb and his family. I pray for uh, each of our, our church members here at Mililani Baptist, Lord, that over the next week you would give us ample opportunity to take a step back and remember what we have to be thankful for, that you would be honored, that you would be glorified, and ultimately, Father, that you would be pleased with the way that we thank you in these next few days. And help us to remember that it's not just one time a year, but that we ought to be uh, thankful every day. We ought to pray without ceasing, uh, and we need to remember just how good you truly are in every day of our lives. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of the Narratives of Grace podcast. We hope that this was uh, uh, a good meditation on that idea of Thanksgiving, and we hope that you'll join us uh, on Thanksgiving for our service and fellowship. Uh, if you're interested in that, you can, uh, and, you're, and you're not getting our emails, you can email us at pastor.mbaptist.org. For any questions or thoughts uh, on this podcast or to share, us with you, uh, share with us your traditions, uh, please email us at pastor at mbaptist.org. For any prayer requests that you may have, please email us at prayer at mbaptist.org. Uh, and you can uh, uh, let us know in that email if you want it to be shared, if you want it to stay between us, if you want it to go to our deacons, uh, just put that in the email. For more information on Mililani Baptist Church, please visit our website at mbaptist.org or follow us on social media and YouTube. We hope that you'll join us next time as we talk about Advent. 